Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome. A lovely Monday morning here in D.C., overcast. We are ready for spring to start over here. How are you, Andrea? Well, I'm excellent, and it's a beautiful day. All that rain that we're sending your direction has made the grass grow, the flowers bloom. It's absolutely beautiful here. Uh, And where am I? I was in New York all weekend, and now I'm here in Ohio again, and I'm leaving tomorrow for Orlando. (laughs) Well, I'm taking your spot in New York. That's going to be a a departure that goes from video to audio, uh, God willing, around 11.45 this hour. So thanks to all of you who are listening, who are going to uh, understand that, you know, we're movers and shakers. So Ken's going to be moving and shaking while we're still on camera. So uh, thank you for uh, finding excitement and being able to travel along with him in his pocket. (laughs) That sounded exciting. Okay, great. So um, Kenny had his uh, book launch yesterday in Leesburg, Virginia. Special thanks to Sharon Brown and her daughter, Heather. Uh, And they had a great launch about... 14 or 15 authors. Um, Roz Mansuri had her book uh, created, or cover at least, uh, by Becca. And so we just had a lot of fun. A really great book launch. Oh, nice. Uh, exciting to hear that. Congratulations to Kenny. I'm, I'm excited to hear that for him. Now this is his third, third or fourth live appearance? Uh, well, he's done quite a few, but I think this is only his second book launch. Uh, but he did, uh, I do want to give another shout out to Janet Marsh uh, from Providence Academy. She's the one who made the uh, church school available so that we could have a really primo location for all the uh, authors. Well, it sounds beautiful. Um, would you like me to do the sponsors now? I think, I think uh, I would like to actually find out what you did in New York first. Oh, thank you for asking. So uh, I've shared on the show before a friend of ours. So there was a trio of us girls at Best Friends. And one of our best friends a year ago on May 4th on my birthday passed away. And uh, they had already um, bought tickets to go see Harmony in New York. They are Barry Manilow fans. They've seen him over 200 times. Barry Manilow wrote and produced uh, the show called Comedian Harmonist. Ken, you would you would love it. It's actually a true based on a true story of these men who were uh, sang in harmony and who were comedians. And they were bigger than the Beatles um, around the Hitler wartime. Uh, Adolf uh, allowed them to still continue even though half of them were Jewish. And then, uh, then eventually shut them down and um, some of them escaped and got away. And everything about them that ever existed, their movies, their songs, their books were all destroyed. And if you were caught owning them, you could be imprisoned or punished or killed. Uh, so they disappeared to the world like they never even existed. And uh, 
Barry found out about the story, heard about it, interviewed the one last survivor and they made a show about it. And I went with Lori to go see it on Saturday night. We got to meet some of the cast members beforehand. I got to talk to some of them afterwards. I got a shot of a couple of them with keep smiling cards and the crazy chaos uh, with my cell phone because that's the only way that we could do it in the moment. So it was very exciting. And uh, the show is just off Broadway um, at the Jewish... Uh, Heritage Museum, but it looks like uh, we're hearing rumors that looks like we're going to be seeing them on Broadway. So I'm super excited and can't wait to share the keep smiling pictures with you. So one of the people are, are still alive. Um, he, he was um, during the writing of the show. Uh, Barry, Barry Malo started writing this 25 years ago with his partner um, that does all the lyrics and stuff for all of his uh, music. And um, the gentleman passed away just before it opened in Atlanta in 2013. Mm. And um, it's his, it's like a narration of his remembrance of what happened. And um, it's, um, funny and heart wrenching at the same time. You go through this roller coaster of emotions. It's a beautiful, beautiful show. It's pretty interesting, but there were a lot of plots to get rid of Hitler. And I just am blown away that had someone taken some of their music uh, and put it in Hitler's room, Hitler would have been guilty and he would have been assassinated uh, because he owned their music. That would have been very fitting. Wouldn't that have been very interesting? What an interesting. Uh, Tom, I think Ken, thanks for pointing that out. That would have been phenomenal. Um, one of the things that was really interesting is in the bio, the gentleman who played uh, the assistant Fuhrer um, in his bio was saying love to his family and I love you so much to my partner, Will. And uh, that's, this chokes me up. So can you imagine being in a show where you play a German Nazi and his line is, is I'm here to pick out the abortionists and the homosexuals mm. and, and talk about killing them. Um, someone who is in love with another man, you know, that's in his real life playing this person is the opposite of who he was. The, sh the show is phenomenal, Ken. It talks, it's really a catalyst of what's happening today and who would have known this is written, you know, so long ago, it's repeating the war that we have in Ukraine, the Me Too movement, the just um, don't say gay, uh, everything that's the a Roe versus Wade. It's all being talked about in the show. It's very poignant. I think it'll continue to be poignant, unfortunately. So uh, I wanted to get the show really kind of in an emotional flux where there's kind of a crescendo of meaning and purpose to give our sponsors a little bit more of a connection to how what they mean to us. Awesome. Well, um, it definitely uh, flows with the meaning of what I saw in the art. I'm writing some articles about harmony because mm -hmm. uh, that's what the show is called, Harmony, and how it relates to the Keep Smiling movement and how they're amplifying goodness in the world to get this message out. And so we want to thank bees.social. Bees.social is a cryptocurrency. It's also part of why can't we live as one Gino Jerusi that we've had on the past, the song that we're trying to elevate people through the Keep Smiling movement. Uh, MyMakeupLady.com, MenFashion.com, 
Amplifluence, Perfect Publishing, The Red Carpet Connection, The Umbrella Syndicate, Voice America Influencers Channel, and of course, the love of our life, The Keep Smiling Movement, www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org. So if you please would love, share your stories, share your donations so that we can continue to share smiles all over the world and save lives with smiles by creating a dose to be resilient no matter the challenge. We'll go ahead and add heart of gold in there since they're, they were such a heart of gold experience yesterday. Well, I love hearing that because uh, being a heart of gold winner, uh, of course, I would embrace a book like that. <laughs> well, if I can put my hands on a copy of it between now and the, the break, I will show it off. Mm, I would love that. That sounds lovely. Um, would, um, would you want to share what you're doing in New York? And, and actually, you're going to be right next to our guest again. I missed her by an hour. We just couldn't get that, oh, well, two-hour round trip. It just wasn't working for me. Maybe you can run into her today. See. So I'm going up to uh, an event, and then I'm going to Times Square at midnight, and apparently, or in Times Square on the big banner, will be the Key Smiling Movement. So I'm going to photograph that, and we'll see. Oh, Nice. We'll see if my timing's right or I have the right location, but this is, uh, this is a new one for me. I'm traveling with a backpack to make sure that I'm traveling light. And then oh, later, good. I'm with uh, Dr. Sammy Nubisi and his international uh, conference of implantology for, he has it local for a change. So it's in, uh, it's a Washington hotel in DC. And then uh, Friday night is the over a thousand, about a thousand veterans are coming to the military gala in DC. So uh, that's, that's a pretty big, big one. Um, our good friend, Eddie Patton and several other photographers are covering it. So we're, we're all for covering the event because there's so many people. Oh, think, wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah, there's, there's a Gaithersburg book launch uh, Saturday that I'm going to try and squeeze by, but unfortunately uh, with all the events, I can't fit it in for a full day. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you know, any any anything that you can cover is always beautiful and amazing. Uh, Ken always covers uh, amazing photography within just a few minutes of being there. I mean, he swoops in, covers everything, and troop out the door. So quite a whirlwind. And I'm so excited about tonight. Wow, what a fun surprise! I, I'm so excited. If you could send me more information, I can try to get a press release out so other people know to be looking who are in New York and get other things out. It, uh, I don't know if I can get it out today on time, uh, but we certainly want to get it out. So tomorrow there's a, a coverage that it was supposed to happen. So let me know. Yay. Well, I think Janelle Harris may have already communicated that with you, but you can check with her. She has all the data. That. Well, she has just left me in suspense and surprise. So I'm excited to be surprised. So good deal. I will chat to her. And uh, men fashion is continuing to make me look good at events. So I've been getting lots of compliments on. I have to get some new shirts. I, I, I've worn all the ones that uh, I, I love the most and I want to I want to integrate some new designs. So I'll be well, calling it's spring. So it's a good time for you to have some new colors and um, new, and his new uh, I'm sure he has a new line opening for a summer. And uh, that would be great for you to have some nice short sleeves. <laughs> Amen. And uh, what, what events are you doing this week? Uh, uh, so I'm going to Orlando first. We're just doing a swing by there to um, get some short business done. And then we're going to be heading down to uh, do a summit that Kessa Gooden 
and Greg, or excuse me, Craig Shaw are doing in memory of Ryan Long. And we'll be there. We're also doing a mastermind with Craig Shaw. And then we're going to be doing a meet and greet, fun, uh, keep smiling movement. You know, as Ken and I travel to different cities, we always try to have a mixer of happiness and awesomeness. And then I'll be, that say that again. What is the uh, mastermind? Um, well, uh, we haven't announced it yet, but we, we can announce it now. So it'll be on uh, month next week, Monday. Um, okay. and that will be in Miami and, uh, we'll be letting everybody know where that's going to be and what we're doing and, um, where everybody can come. So we should have that finalized by tomorrow You're and be Florida getting that week. out. You're in Say Florida. That again? You're in Florida. Yeah, I'll be in Florida all week. Um, and I'll be in Florida through, uh, next, uh, Tuesday and then next week. Um, next week, well, I'll tell you about it next week. Uh, on we'll what, tell about on it next week, but I have a yeah. challenge for you. The challenge yeah. is, I am eager to complete an Orlando, a Tampa, and a Miami uh, because we have those three cities like blooming and brooming to have a, a book done, but we don't have fifty people with names. So if you can okay. get me more photos, names, we can turn those into three of our thirty cities we hope to get done this year. Well, I, I thank you. I accept the challenge and I'm excited to do that. So uh, fun. Yay. And we, we're overdue <laughs> for New York too, but I'm not, uh, I think a lot of people I'll meet tonight are from New York. So we'll see if we can get the New York book, uh, book done. Mm, finally. That'll be great. That'll, uh, we, we do. Even have the Statue of Liberty on the book cover. Isn't that weird? I, I, you know, I just made a video. I saw the statue, Statue of Liberty from way far away across the harbor. I'd never seen it before. I like literally, well, you know me, I'm an emotional person. I, I like got all patriotic and, and choked up. I've, I've never been there. And Ken, it was really fun to be in New York. I hadn't been in New York since you and I were in New York together and we're at the museum and saw everything and um, had a, such a lovely time there. So it was nice to relive those memories of how much fun we had when we were photographing there. Mm hmm. So it's the Big Apple edition we're trying to complete. And gosh, that's four years of an attempt to complete a book. So we are going to step up the acceleration. And Pump we're going up the jam. <laughs> on, on the air, we are committing that when we go to a city, we will do the photos within, let's call it 24 hours. That's fair. And then we will get a book generated within three weeks. There we go. Nice well, it sounds, it sounds, uh, sounds fun and I'm excited to um, accept the challenge. So there we go. And that way we can also feature uh, some of the stories of people in those areas that we're helping with hope and inspiration and of course smiles. Mm. We, we have a guest that's been waiting patiently. So let us bring she the guest. So yes, uh, so I met this guest through Dave Stevens. Uh, Dave Stevens has been uh, just instrumental. All right, so my camera's being weird here for just a moment. Can you unmute yourself and uh, turn your camera on, Elena? Because it's not letting me, the computer's being weird and is not letting me do that. It says un uh, unable to start video. Hmm, well, um, uh, oh, she may have to restart. She may have I'm, to. 
may in. have to. Oh, wait, wait. I found I found a I pushed another button and found a way a workaround. Yay. Nothing like overcoming obstacles. Uh, and talking about someone who overcomes obstacles, we have Elena Gallen here with us. Elena Gallen, I met through Dave Stevens, who was our guest last week. Um, he's been kind of mentoring her. Elena has overcome so many different challenges in her life to do amazing things. So um, I'll let her tell her story herself, but some of the amazing things she's achieved as she sang at Carnegie Hall. She's been a runway model. She had a, a television reality show on TLC called Smothered. She's been up to absolutely amazing things. And I am so excited to hear about how every time that you've been told that you were going to die, that you weren't going to make it, that it was a no for you, that you have risen up to the challenge and above. So welcome to the show, Elena. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's an honor to be part of the show, and I can't believe I'm I'm part of this. Thank you. Well, we're excited to have you. So, Elena, so we can uh, have your our guests know who you are. Before we do that, I wanted to, uh, I guess, address and thank you for uh, getting the chapter in. You sent that in, right? Yes, you did. Yep. Okay, mm -hmm. and we got and we got your key smiling photo. She's um, going to be taking it with the instructions today. Awesome. So I just wanted to say, first of all, you have a fantastic smile. And I, I can tell with all your background and the energy I feel on this show that we are going to have one heck of a cool show. <laughs> so, I hope so. Well, I know so. I mean, it's a hope and, an, and a no-so. And so here we go. First of all, uh, let's tell the guest, uh, you know, where you're born and what your childhood was like first. Um, yeah, so right now I'm 24 years old and it all started in Siberia, Russia. I was adopted when I was three and a half years old. Um, I was in an orphanage for less than a year. So I guess I was very lucky in that case. Um, I was in a good orphanage. And so when my mom picked me up, um, she actually uh, used to analyze children and she saw that there was a funny look with me, but she didn't really, She everyone kept saying, oh no, she's fine, she's okay, she's normal. Like, And so when she picked me up, uh, she thought I had dark hair, dark eyes, and I had blonde hair and blue eyes, and I looked exactly like her. And she was totally shocked. She did not expect at all for me to even look like her. And she thought she was looking at a mirror image. Um, when I came to the United States, I actually had- How old were you then? What? How old were you then? I was three and a half. Okay. So three and a half years old when I came to the United States. Um, it was actually right after 9-11. So <laughs> that was a scary time. And my mom didn't know if she was gonna be able to bring me home. And so she took me to um, a geneticist and first it was a Russian one. And they said, oh no, I'm perfectly fine, which was a good thing because then I, you know, she didn't bring me back. And so I hate to say that, but yeah. And so when um, we went to a specialist in New York, um, I was diagnosed within seven weeks and I was told that I was gonna pass away in five years and that there was no treatment. What were you diagnosed with? So I had MPS, but they didn't know which one. So there's many numbers, I guess, or variations of MPS. And so they thought I was the one where I was gonna like increase in intelligence and a decline 
quickly. And so my mom was devastated. She was heartbroken. She was crying. And she just didn't know what to do. And so, of course, and she's dealt with children all her life. So she's diagnosed children. She's um, worked with children. And, of course, when you actually, it's your own child, you don't know what to do. And so a miracle Where happened. Do you live now? Where do you live now? So now I live in Briarcliff Manor, New York. Yeah. So, yeah. She can. She's only an hour, hour fifteen minutes north of Times Square. Really? Okay. Well, I'm in, I'm going to be in Newark more than that area. I'm going to be there just for a hot minute. But yeah, I was just wondering because I, uh, if it was New York, I was wondering how close. And and that's where you came to the United States, New York. Yes. And so I've been, I've lived in Briarcliff all my, I guess, the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you saw the Statue of Liberty at three and a half and you were waving and really happy. No, I, I, I actually didn't even, no, I didn't see it actually at that age. I, I just, I came to, because Westchester's out of the city. And so I, I actually, when I came home, I ran through the house. I was so happy because I had a home, I had a family and I was just so grateful as, as a young child, I was always smiling, like nothing bothered me. I got like in the orphanage on one of the videos, I got hit by a swing and it seemed like, oh, well, I just got up and kept walking. So my mom was like, that's so my in other words, So in other words, you were normal. Yeah, because you, yeah, normal, normal kids, yeah, normal kids smile, they laugh, and they they yeah. basically inspire the world to be happy. So yeah. that's pretty normal. Yeah. And by the way, I wanted to say earlier when you said that you weren't normal, is that I don't think anyone's normal. So it's funny I don't that think we anybody's normal. Yeah, we can always, we can use both out of there. <laughs> I always say I'm out there. I'm crazy normal. And we're all little crazy normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I'm a unique product. Like my mom always says that she ordered me from a catalog. And so we always say that I'm an ordered product. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little joke. But oh. yeah. And so when I came, and then after um, I came here and I, I was told I was going to die, um, all of a sudden an enzyme replacement came on the way. And I was the first person in Northeast at seven years old to get the enzyme replacement and it saved my life. And wow. so, and, and when I was in the car- What was, actually, that, what was that like? T talk about um, what that was. Well, my mom, she was so grateful, but I, I as a kid, I don't know, it's just, I asked, I was, we were actually in the car one time and I said to her, so what if I didn't get the enzyme replacement? And she said to me, well, she, you'll die. And so I, I actually thought for a second, I sat there and I was like, hmm, what should I do? And then I was like, yeah, I'll get the enzyme. And so ever since then, I just never looked back. And um, that's actually where I started wanting to give back for getting the gift of life because I felt like I owed everybody that um, if I was saved, then I need to um, be able to inspire people because I'm a survivor. And I think that it's important that uh, I, I was here for a reason. And so I gave back to um, Garden of Dreams Foundation at Radio City Music Hall when I was eight years old. And that's when I found my voice. And I started singing. Um, I sang actually, um, This Is Me by Demi Lovato. That was my first song. And I just owned that stage. Like it was my home. It was where I was meant to be. And that's when I knew, you know what, singing and being on stage and being in front of the camera 
is my life. And I think that's where I'm going to shine the most because I'll be able to um, make an impact and a difference and show people that even if I'm 44, I can still make that difference. And yeah. So and have the doctors, have the doctors given you a good bill of health to live to be a hundred now? Yeah, yeah, well, actually, so my rare disease is very rare. So no, I'm actually one of the oldest living with the rare disease successfully. And so I produce 1% of the enzyme. And so nobody is like me. It's the weirdest thing. Like all the other people, so I have MPS6. And so that's probably the best one to have. It's a lysosomal storage disease. And so all the impurities get in your joints and your organs. But when I got the enzyme replacement, I just flourished. I grew five inches the first year. I started getting all this energy. And a lot of, um, I guess, the MPS uh, patients that I know or individuals that I know um, are impaired. They're, they're in wheelchairs, they have trachs, and they have a lot of health issues. So it's kind of hard for me to even find somebody like me. So, so, what, so I want to ask you, I'm going to make a statement. You tell me how you feel about yeah. this. All right. So I think you're the oldest one with this particular, I guess, designation. Designation. Yeah. Um, and I think because you have, you smile so much, and you're happy so much. I think your body protects you and generates you to be the best version of that particular designation. I could totally agree with that statement. Uh, so it's all about attitude and the way you perceive yourself and carry yourself. I mean, a lot of people who, like my mom always told me, you're not ill. You just have something that makes you like more, I guess, unique or something that just is an obstacle in your life. And you just have to overcome that. And yeah. That's the way I look at it. Like this, actually, I could tell you something crazy. So nobody would even know it. But these past two years, so I finished my MBA and I was on a TLC reality show. And then I end up having seven surgeries. So, and nobody would even know it. Like I, I, since I sing, I um, had a vocal surgery that actually damaged my neck. And well, so can, can we make this a cliffhanger? Because we have to oh, go to yeah. break. Well, oh, I was going to say, well, we do have to go to break, but I was going to give her one minute to, t to tease our audience with uh, that song you said, This Is Me, right? Uh, did you want to oh, do yes. like 45? You want to do like 45 seconds of it? Just to oh, give us I, our I have The Climb, I always sing. The Climb by Miley Cyrus. That's the okay. one that's very short. So you, so you want to do that when we get back from break? Sure. Okay, well, so we'll give you more than 45 seconds in. So okay, you, you're you. going to be able to sing your... I have a long time, and that's well, from I, the surgeries. Yeah. Okay, so listen to this. I mean, this is really important you hear this. I haven't sang for a long time either, so we're both looking at this together, all right? All right, we're going to go back to... We're going to go to break. Back in a minute, we're going to close out with our sponsors. And when you come back, we're going to show off, I think, Heart of Gold and then share off your vocal Heart Gold. How about that? Right. And then uh, we want to remind people when we come back, um, again, you're listening to Dr. Ken Rashawn, Dr. Smiley on Amplified, and I'm Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, executive producer. And today we're talking with Elena Gallen and talking about how she has risen up to achieve things that you would never imagine someone of her uh, shortness could be so big in the world because she's amazing. So uh, we'll be back after these messages. 
Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right. That was a quick couple minutes to get the Heart of Gold book. And just want to show that off for a second. And you can go to the website, uh, www.heartofgoldforkids.com. And they give a green ribbon with a gold heart to the kids that actually uh, want to have it added to their book and also um, to get awarded too. So here is here are the authors real quick. Nice. Lift it up just a little. There you go. Got it. Thank you. Yeah, that's the illustrator right there from Norway. Nice. Yeah. So we'll give a close up of, the, of Heather and Sharon. And then there's the author. So um, it's funny, but if it wasn't for them, there wasn't a book launch at Leesburg, Virginia. So it's so vital that we actually go and make these connections. And this was a a lovely recommendation from Jen Duplicis that they were looking for a publisher. So a big shout out to her and a thank you as well. Well, I will see her and, and, uh, and tell her that we did the shout out today. So she's aware that uh, she can go back and listen to her, her uh, thank you. Uh, Oh, let me cover the sponsors. Again, bees.social, the cryptocurrency in the world, Uh, Amplifluence, Perfect Publishing, The Red Carpet Connection, The Umbrella Syndicate, Voice America Influencer Channel, MyMakeupLady.com, and MenFashion.com. And that is MenFashion, no S in there. So, uh, and we want you to love on www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. And I would like to say when we are looking for you to come to the website, we are looking for you not to just make a donation, which is completely optional. We're looking for you to download books, share books, and even recommend and nominate people like Elena for their inspirational stories so we can build that Dose of Hope book completed this year with 500 authors. Right now we're right a little bit over 250 authors looking for those other 250 to send in their story like Elena did so we can close the project out and give 10,000 pages, Elena, which is 500 days of Doses of Hope. So with 500 authors, 500 days of Doses of Hope. Isn't that cool? And it's, it's cool because it's like a TED Talk. So you read it for 10 minutes, you feel super, and you exude all this beautiful energy, attract all this wonderful abundance and connect, uh, connectivity with the world. And God, I mean, can it get better? 
Can it get better than that? So for those of you, um, you know, who are tracking like, oh, how do, how do you guys, you know, assess like how, how many smiles you should have and what you're doing so you can kind of track and rate yourself. Ken came up with smiles per hour and we're actually working on adding to our app and creating some other um resources to our curriculum that we're going to be sharing around the world with helping people be able to assess that so that you can amp your smiles per hour. So you can give it a little gas when you're feeling down and uh, really ramp it up. So that's called SPH, Elena, SPH or smiles per hour. And when I heard that you smiled all the time when you were a kid, I imagine you're one of the kids that was probably exuding 400 plus smiles a day. So that's pretty cool. Probably. It's <laughs> way too much. <laughs> so um, thank you for uh, stepping into the possibility of inspiring us with your voice and, you know, just sing whatever you want and sing uh, the full song or a partial of it. It's your choice. Okay. Okay. Oh, and Ken, uh, just to recap too, right before we went to break, the teaser was, is that she actually had surgery um, on her vocal cord. So if uh, Elena, you would say what happened and then share the song. Yeah. So I, um, at the, actually the summer of 2019, I, um, I lost my voice and I thought it was laryngitis and I went to go get a vocal surgery and that one didn't work out. They couldn't get the polyp out. So then I went to someone who's renowned who actually um, does vocal surgeries on famous singers. And I ended up, I had, I had a mask behind my vocal cord and I ended up having a trach. I had three vocal surgeries, it was a mess. And so it took like a whole year or two to even get back my speaking voice and then to slowly get my sing voice back. And then after that, I found out from one of the vocal surgeries that I had an injury. So I ended up having four spinal surgeries. So I got my back straightened. I got, I had my screws pop out of my back. It was like a nightmare, but uh, through it all, I kept smiling and I kept singing. And, and during COVID, I actually um, practicing and recording because that was my only way of I guess, staying happy and also inspiring people still. Yeah. All right. So what you're telling me is that this is a couple years ago? Yeah. So this has been going on for the last three years, but yeah. So, you're, so what you're telling me is if we had had you on Amplified a couple years ago, we'd just be looking at you and you'd be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I actually sounded like laryngitis. Okay, so I was right. speaking, but it was so bad. Like this oh, is wow. much better, but uh, I'm still still getting there. I mean, it imagine going from singing at Carnegie Hall to not being able to even speak. I mean, scary. And, yeah, I mean, it made me appreciate my voice, my speaking, and my singing voice. Um, losing that, like, I was devastated. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do in life. Like, mm. that's all I do. All I do is talk, talk, talk. And so it actually made me find my way into television. And so I found another avenue that I knew it wasn't just about singing. I also was great in TV and doing um, even podcasts. And so it kind of helped me to realize that um, I have a whole package. I I'm not just good at one thing. I can do everything to inspire people. Well, Elena, I, I think we should just take a, a couple seconds, a couple seconds, uh, 10 or so. And just, there are so many people myself included, my son needs to learn this one, is 
you wake up every day and you have that smile working and you're like, okay, that's supposed to be working. But if it's not working, you'd have a different day. And if you don't have your voice, certainly a bigger difference of a day. And obviously your eyes, I mean, everything is such a gift that we have on our body. And when we have one little thing that happens, it really derails us. You realize how important it is and how much people take things for granted and we have to live each day like it's the last. And that's what I've always done. But I think it really helped me to appreciate it that much more. Yeah. yeah I mean, if you just break your little toe, all of a sudden you can't run. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're tripping. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, we are ready to hear this beautiful song. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Making me feel so special. Where do I put these nerves? There's no way out of here. Making me feel like I'm on fire. Accelerating on this gear. All I want to do is jump in your Cadillac. Pack my bags and keep going. You're mine and I'm yours. Your hands on the wheel never stop driving. Cause I'm driving on the highway and I'm driving here with you. I'm driving on the highway and I'm driving here with you. Don't look back cause I don't want to turn back. Don't look back cause I don't want to go back. Don't look back cause I don't want to turn back. Don't look back cause I never want back. Awesome. That's great. Thank you. That's Thank you very much. Well, that was beautiful. I loved it. And thank you for uh, stepping into your power with your voice again. Uh, thank you. So uh, I think that um, there's something that you wanted to possibly share about the TLC experience, your, your show. Oh, yes. So um, that was something I actually got my mother into. She, she was like, oh, no. So actually, she did that herself. So she told me that there was an audition on TLC. And she's like, oh, go check it out. And so I was in college. And I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I got to do something big. I got to do something bigger than Carnegie Hall. And so I actually applied to TLC. I saw the mother and daughter show. And I was like, you know what? That's actually a perfect show because we look alike. We act alike. We talk alike. And we're so close. And so they actually gave me a call back. And I'll, I ran to my mother and I said to her, oh, my gosh, we got a call back. And she said, no, that can't be. They don't want us. So we go on to the audition. And we said, we're not jarring together. We're not doing this. We're not doing anything crazy. I said, we were like, we're just very close. I had my music passions. I had my motivational um, advocacy and um, being able to, I guess, be a role model for people and do my modeling. But I was like, we are not doing anything too crazy. And so they said, you know what? We want you. And so I was so happy. Um, the whole experience was crazy because I was in college doing uh, taking 21 credits for my MBA. And so my mom had to pick me up from college. We had to go film. And then I had to go back to college to take exams. It was just a crazy experience. But it was definitely something unforgettable and something I will never regret because I loved it and I would do it again, but my mother probably would. So. <laughs> so you included all this in your chapter, right? Yes. 
Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I'm going to uh, transition, I guess, the next question over to Andrea since she has a little bit more background on who you are so we can finish the show with uh, some beautiful questions. Go ahead, Andrea. Thank you. Great. And so, you know, Elena, um, so I heard you're doing some runway modeling. So tell me how this is transitioned into that. Yeah, so I actually, when I was, I think, I don't know if I was five or seven, I actually modeled for Nordstrom. And I had the walk, I learned how to walk just at a young age. And I always loved being in front of the capture, I mean, in front of the camera and being captured. And so um, when I was on TLC, actually, Dave Stevens and I um, had interviewed Mindy. Mindy from Runway of Dreams. And so I said to her, well, I would love to be a role model for people with differences. Like I could totally help, I guess, be an influence in making adaptive clothing. Cause even with me, there's trouble. Like I, I have to wear kids clothes. I can't find anything. I have to find things that are mature. I have to find dresses with zippers. Like there's just like those little things, even high heels. I want to wear high heels, so I got to go find European heels. So it's all like those ups and downs. So I said, you know what, I'd be perfect for this. So I, I walked for Fashion Week in September for Runway of Dreams, an amazing experience. And then I connected with Zappos, and they said, we would love for you to model for us. And I got to model, so it was really cool. And I'm hoping to keep modeling. It's a very hard industry to, I guess, like, stay in, but I'm getting there. <laughs> and then, so what's next for you? What, 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 what big dreams do you have? What can we help support you in? Well, um, this is huge for me, like being a part of this, but I also am hoping to one day have my own TV talk show or to be on in movies or TV shows so I can show people, like I can inspire people and, and show people that like never give up on your dreams. Even if it seems hard and you seem like you're an outcast, you really, everybody can fit in somehow. Yeah. And with you saying that with everybody fitting in. So one of the things that I hear or see um, or observe around people who other people consider as a disability, which you call abilities from talking with all my friends who have different abilities, they're amazing. You know, how do you, how do you handle, you know, people staring or looking and asking questions? Uh, you know, what, how do you, what are your suggestions for, for people experiencing you for the first time? Well, I think that it's all about education. And I think that being able to educate individuals that, yes, I may be petite. Yes, I may have a rare disease, but I'm still like you. And if you get to know me and ask about me, I'll tell you anything. I'm an open book and I will be open and um, forefront about the challenges that I face and about my hardships. But I also say, you know what, but look, I'm okay and I made it and um, there's going to be obstacles always, but you have to see the light in every single person that you meet before you start judging them, like you judge a book by its cover. And I think it's important. Like when I was younger, I was bullied. And so I actually made a book out of that. And I made, it's called Differences Are Blessings. It's a children's book. And it's about a tall giraffe that's the height of me, but it, it shows that any 
size or difference or looks doesn't make who like you are. It's it's about your personality and who you are that matters the most. Okay, so uh, all right, so I'm caught off guard here. I'll be yeah. truly compared. So I had asked if you were an author, and the answer was no. But uh, it, here, 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 you are an author. Yeah, well, I I don't consider because I didn't get it published, but I actually gave them out to libraries, and and I had trouble. Um, I made all the graphics myself, and I wrote the book myself, but I wrote it for a Girl Scout project. And so we made them, we printed them through Shutterfly. And so I gave them out to hospitals and to schools, but it never became like on the, the shelves. So to give you a little premise of uh, Ken and I in the Keep Smiling movement, um, you happen to be talking to publishers. So <laughs> if you heard Ken at the beginning, um, he was talking about being at a book launch for children's authors. So there might be some uh, conversations to be had to bring your Girl Scout giraffe book to life uh, so that you have an opportunity to actually have that show up as a published product. So so uh, we'd, we'd be happy to talk with you more about that so that okay, you could be included. You. Oh, please. So here's the book. Okay, you have to bring it really close to the camera. Can you turn your blur off and then we'll be able to see it better? Yeah. Okay. And then um, we'll see, we get to see your whole house. Uh, go at the bottom where it says uh, video and click the little arrow beside it and then click blur my background and, the, or un, and then it'll unblur it. Wait, it's under... Yeah, I'm at my girlfriend's house today. This is her window in her dresser. <laughs> so click the little arrow beside stop video. There you go. And now we can see your book. Oh, what's, and differences are? Are blessings. Blessings. Amazing. And you made the graphics. Yeah, well, so I used clip farting, but so it was copyrighted uh, clip farting, but I put it all together as an image. All right. Well, yeah. of course, you were in Girl Scouts. You were how old when you did this? So I did this when I was um, in 12th grade. So I was 18 or 17. So uh, just so you know, I was a lifelong uh, Girl Scout myself. Uh, my Girl Scout troop, we went to Europe when I was 16. So we went, we took 14 girls to Europe. So Girl Scouts is an amazing group to be in. So I'm so excited that you, can we just see one picture in the middle, mom? We just flip the, flip it. I want to see the middle of the book, just one page. Oops. There you go. Right there. That one's fine. That one's good. Just give an example. Oh, perfect. Well, that is certainly replicatable using a graphic designer or an illustrator. Um, so that way you're not using copyrighted, you know, works, but certainly when you're doing that, um, you know, as a project for school, that's amazing. So well, there you it was go. Really me. It was really me, the tall Drea, but I, I did the opposite size. The height. I love it. And then I Love made it. like little brochures of how people with like differences or, or people who are uh, facing challenges in schools or in, in um, how to like help them. Like well, yeah. We're very excited to hear that and very happy to support you with uh, having a conversation about how could you bring that to the world so that other people can hear what's happening. So as you heard, uh, Ken, um, I'll just remind people, Ken had to, he's in transition moving from office to car, uh, and then he's going to be heading to Newark 
And then eventually tonight, he'll be going to Times Square, where it sounds like the Keep Smiling movement. So I'm so excited that Ken surprised me today to tell me that the Keep Smiling movement uh, should be shown today on Times Square. And he's hoping to capture a picture of that. Um, our movement, um, Elena, I don't know how much you were able to read about it on the website, but uh, we have gone all over the world to capture pictures of people and to uh, share their smiles with the world and then we amplify goodness so um ken were you able to hear um her talking about uh her book that she has and he may not be able to answer right uh, now did. with him driving i did i mean i did not hear it no i can hear you now well, we have a surprise for you that we'll share a little more later when he can look because he's he says he's driving. He's not going to be able to see it right now. But uh, she wrote remember, a short I don't think she knows. She doesn't know that she can nominate people, right? That way? We couldn't hear you, Ken. You're allowed to nominate people. Yes. Um, so there's other she can people. Nominate. Yeah. Uh, Ken, just so you know, um, I think it's still trying to pick up Wi-Fi. So if you could turn your Wi-Fi off and just go direct through your phone, your signal will be better. Um, so what he's suggesting is that now you're a published author with the Dose of Hope story or will be when it goes out to print later this week. So thank you for being preemptive and getting that done. And then if we can get your picture from you today so that Ken can um, edit it and get it ready for publishing, you can now tell everybody that you are published published author um, of a book product. And uh, Ken, let's test your sound, see if we can hear you now. All right, that's my sound. That's oh, much better. Yeah, so he was, Ken, please, I didn't tell her yet about what you said about the nomination. Uh, just that she can uh, nominate. I'm gonna see if I can, does that make it better? Yes, it does. Okay, so we're gonna have a choice of, I guess you can hear me better now, right? Yes, we can. Okay. So uh, she can nominate up to four people that inspire her. And that, that evolves the project, but it makes her uh, ability to receive from us her ability to have other people receive from her. So it's an ongoing process. Right. Pay it so, forward, um, as they call it. Yeah, so Elena, just, uh, I'll just pack onto that a little bit since it sounds a slight bit distorted. So when you nominate other people to be in the Dose of Hope books, then their stories can also be published. Um, by the way, your mom, we would love for your mom to be part of it as well. Uh, that would be lovely if that's something she that she would to like to be honored and to, and to receive. So, um, so I'm going to nominate your mom. So there you go. <laughs> Do you want oh, let, let Elaine nominate her mom. <laughs> Elena, you nominate. <laughs> okay. She so told her. Want, she told her. Information? Or yeah. Does she want to pop on and you. say hi? Would she like to pop in and say hi for a moment? Is she feel Again, camera ready enough? No, it's I'm probably it's how are we gonna know? I'm how are we gonna know? Hi, mom. Hi. How do we know who? Ken said, how do we know who's who? <laughs> I'm a mess. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so the cute, the cute young one is mom. The cute young one okay. is mom, and then <laughs> this is my mother. That's how I introduce her. Sometimes everybody says, "And who's this?" I say, "My mom." But she actually grounded, grounded me. So. <laughs> you guys even sound well, alike. Yes, yeah. guys. You guys yeah. need to go into rapid fire so that we can hear some great uh, answers. I think mom can play if she wants. 
So I'll um, start yes. off with what what is a book that changed your life? We'll start with Elena first, then mom. Go ahead, Elena. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. so Elena, we're looking for short answers here. Just the title okay. of a book that changed your life and the author. Oh, uh, heaven, proof of heaven. That's all. Okay, and mom, proof of what, heaven, awesome. Mom, what's yours? Oh, my book. Oh God, <laughs> a book that changed your life. Oh, you can pass if you want. Don't, don't, don't. We only have two Probably minutes. Book called Becoming. <laughs> Becoming, lovely. And then for me, I'd like to know a song that you play when you want to get grooving and moving. Well, well, we, well, you always play Rolling the Deep, right? Eh? <laughs> Rolling the Deep, and, and I'm you? always, I'm always playing the Climb by Miles Davis because it's the a climb. inspirational. All right, you're first. What movie inspires you? Oh, um. Oh, I like A Star is Born by Lady, with the Lady Gaga. Okay. What Mom? Um, oh, boy. A movie? Uh, you should say smothered. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, yes, smothered, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> that pass. Um, uh, um, oh, my God. I see so many. We can, we can come back to it. Yeah, just yeah we'll come back to it. Um, and then wh what's uh, uh, when you were little, what did you want to grow up to be, Elena, when you were this, when your youngest age? <laughs> I actually wanted to be a doctor. And then I changed it to having wanting my own TV show. And mom? Um, I wanted to be I wanted to actually be a doctor, a geneticist. Um, actually, I started out in college. I was um and everybody made fun of me or oil mechanic. <laughs> no, what was the one with the Oh, I wanted body? to, well, okay. The, yes. Honestly, what I wanted to do was um, a few, I wanted to uh, run a funeral home. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous. Well, it's no, that's a very needed uh, thing. That was really what I wanted to do. I actually found out all the information and everybody just made fun of me. Um, but I always <laughs> wanted, or Pet Way to Heaven, which would have been for an animal funeral home. Awesome. Well, we're short on time, so we need to go to the last question. Ken, you're frozen, so I'm going to ask Ken's question for him. So this is his signature question. What is a quote you live by, Elena? Well, big things come in small packages. Yeah. Nice. And mom? Um, just, um, every, every, um, just... What's that? What, what's what that? Ce celebrating? No. Uh, ce yeah. Uh, every day, celebrate life. I just um, every day is a celebration, a life. Yeah. Well, very beautiful. And uh, I I know that Ken 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 was having a little uh, technicalities there. Um, I'm sure he's super. Oh, in fact, he's texting me now. Um, he is so excited that you were able to do that and to be so amazing. And so thank you so much for uh, being here and uh, supporting uh, the show and supporting the Keep Smiling movement. And um, we wanna again, thank our sponsors. Again, just to remind everyone, you were listening to Amplified with Dr. Ken Rashan, AKA Dr. Smiley. And I'm executive producer, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller. And today we interviewed Elena, uh, Galen and her mom joined us here for a few moments at the end. And we want to thank you for being amplified. And uh, Ken, th thanks you so much for um, smiling and bringing your positive energy here. And again, we want to thank our sponsors, Bees.Social, Amplified uh, Radio Show, Amplifluence, Perfect Publishing, The Red Carpet Connection, Publishing and Publicity and Talent Agency, 
the Umbrella Syndicate and Voice America Influencers Channel, along with MyMakeupLady.com and with uh, Who Am I Missing? MenFashion.com. And uh, uh, we want to remind you to love on www.TheKeepSmilingMovement.com. Check out our YouTube page as well. Actually, we're .com and .org. And you can also check out our YouTube channel. And with that, we remind you to smile, take a picture of yourself, hashtag keep smiling. And we will see you next week with another great show where you are amplified with Dr. Ken Rishon. Bye, everyone. <laughs>We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard. 